0: Welcome to Brain Stew, the ultimate A to Z podcast.
1: All views and opinions are that of our own and do not reflect or promote the views of others. Hello, welcome back to Brain Stew. Hello, how you doing? I'm really good because go on. It's back.
0: The sandbox
1: is back.
0: Surprise, motherfuckers. <laughs> uh. I, i'm just gonna be pressing this now yeah <laughs> it's
1: like 20 minutes of this chris won't be doing much talking this week he's gonna be enjoying his soundboard again i'm literally there's just so much cool stuff listen listen <laughs> oh
0: that was a cat and um this is kind of one of my favorites i'm gonna use that as the the sound bite i think for chris's tidbits i think we did that the other week it? and it, it went down okay
1: i think that's the sound of most people after
0: christmas that's just me, generally. <laughs> <laughs> that's, just, that's an episode of Family Guy when that um, when <laughs> Stewie pays <laughs> a band to follow a large guy around. That, that's that's me. Anyway, yes,
1: yeah, so if you listened last week, you you heard B, and that was Blink One Eighty Two. I love for Blink.
0: I, th- I think we were we were pretty hardcore, all in on Blink because um, they are a, uh, a huge influence on us, and it was quite a lot. Another long episode, but I don't feel yeah. like we left many stones. So that brings us
1: to, to uh, what's the next letter of the alphabet? C. C is for
0: cancellation. Cancellation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what we we had our very very first brain Stew, the ultimate A to Z podcast special guest special slider. guest. And, um, ironically, C is now for Cancel, because unfortunately he cannot make it today. No, he's not today. very well. So, um, we're not going to rag on him or anything like that. Um, so, what you are going to hear is us basically painfully trying to work our way through a band that we don't know a great deal about. So,
1: what band yeah. have we chose for C, Jay? So, we chose Cancer Bats. And Cancer. that was more because we wanted to do a few bands that we don't really know during these sessions. Yeah. So... Last week, we knew a lot about Blink because we love them. Cancer Bats, we probably know a song or two, but we delved in and had a good listen, and we were going to get our, our friend Kyle in, who he's a big fan, and he was going to talk us through the albums. Yeah, I'd
0: even albums. named him yeah. Cancer Back Kyle. Cancer Back Kyle. And now he's cancellation, Cancel Back Kyle. Cancel Back? <laughs> Cancel Back Kyle! <laughs> oh, dude, seriously, hope um, hope you're okay, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I... I where Where do we go with this? Because I think, like... The whole cancer Bat thing was we were talking the other week, and it was like listen to one or two attractions. Like let's let's give this a go, and I think we were both yeah. like complete not virgins to it, but it really was like a, I know nothing about these guys, and I, I think it's going to be good because like, He's like try, trying out new music, yeah. Like like yeah. you said, we 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 know Alt True, we know Blink, and this is something completely different, completely new to us. So I I, get, I guess bit, whoa, whoa, whoa whoa go on before we go into this. There's never one on here that I want at the right time. What you after? That's the telephone. It says ring, ring. I thought it might be a bell. Um, Hang on. Hey. Just one second, because we have actually had some interaction with the general public for our podcast. Ah, yes. Yeah. So um, lots of you have been downloading it, which is really appreciative. Um, It's now on Apple Podcasts, because originally it wasn't, because it was really fucking annoying to try and get it on there um and um Apple support have been very good in sorting out their shit um and now it's live on on Apple as well so Apple Spotify Amazon yeah. Deezer um Where do you get your podcast I think we're there now we we are there so that's all good but we've actually had some responses from
1: episode A. okay what what are people saying
0: okay so the first one um is Ben from Nottingham hello Ben uh yeah hi Ben thanks for emailing in at chat at brainstew.co.uk and he says I love the show really cool Come on, you Reds. Come on, you what? Come on, you Reds.
1: Oh, come on, you Reds. Guessing
0: Nottingham, Nottingham Forest. I come thought on you said reds. something, something completely <laughs> different there. But yeah, cheers, Ben. Really appreciate that, mate. Thanks, Max. Um Zoe. <laughs> Zoe's taken a slightly different tack with this. Okay. Uh, Zoe says, Metallica rules and you both can fuck off. Ooh.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Zoe. <laughs> Controversial. Is it? I don't know. And but, um, More importantly, she... She loves Metallica and she's listened to a, a podcast about pop punk hey, rock. Hey, she's a convert now.
0: I, th- I think you you wait till when, when till we get about G, H. She'll yeah. be like, you guys are awesome. I've burnt all my Metallica t-shirts. What even <laughs> is Metallica? Um, or possibly not, I know. And then the last one um, is... I'm just going to see if I can get my... Um, one of my... No, that's crickets. My really important... Because I'm so good. I've had a week off it, all right? Leave me there. Yeah, go on. Um, so, CJ... CJ, is even a real name? CJ has said, metal is awesome and punk is for... (laughs) Good effort. CJ, thank you for taking the time, A, to listen to an hour and a half podcast. (laughs) Yeah. B, to fucking email us about it. And C, to have that amazing level of analytical prowess that you've just gone. Read it again, Read it again. what do you say? I'm really... Metal is awesome, punk is for cunts. Wow. And it's just... Uh, I, I didn't think I'd C-bomb on this. I probably am going to overdub something on that, because well, I, I don't want it to be a, C, a C-bomb um, podcast. But CJ, I, yeah, you speak well for your people, your, your whole metal community, um, very analytical, very well done. If there had been some kind of argument in there as to these are the the subtle nuances between these two genres as to why I like this and why I like that, I kind of go with it.
1: would you, what do you reckon he looks like, CJ? Or he it, or she? My cat, Metallica T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, parents' basement, straight shed, <laughs> or one of those black shirts with the flames at the side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stuck in a in a in a 1998 timely. Yeah, like I love Metallica,
0: but I also like Oasis.
1: Yeah. Closet uh, guilty pleasure band for a Metallica fan. Yeah, totally rocking out it's George Michael at the weekend. <laughs> Anywho, so yeah,
0: uh, uh, thanks for all joining in anyway, Ben, Zoe, and and CJ. Um, you've really set the bar for <laughs> fucking verbal abuse. <laughs> um, so yeah, really appreciate your input, guys. Uh, thank you very much. So now, now we've um, we, we've got that out in the open. But yeah, it? if
1: you want to send anything into us, or yeah. just just tell us how much yeah. you love Metallica. Yeah, send it to chat at Brainsdu. UK. Yeah,
0: and we're also on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, at Pod on each of those. So um, get involved, reply to our stuff. Um, maybe even send us funny videos. Reels on Instagram yeah. is, is one of my favourite
1: pastimes at the Chris moment. Chris will also accept old sandwiches through the post. Yes,
0: <laughs> mail them to... I wish CJ had to put their fucking address. <laughs> Why do I keep getting prawn cocktail sandwiches? <laughs> I've got an evil laugh. I've got an evil laugh. Hang on, hang on. Nice, kind of a bit shit, that like. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, yeah. Right. Anyway, so let's let's delve into um, let's go into cancer bats. So cancer bats. Jay, <laughs> I don't want to say what do you know about cancer bats because um, I'm
1: going to say not a lot.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm I, with you on that.
1: I've I've delved into songs rather than albums. Okay, this time around, uh, considering we've not had a massive time to really get into them, but yeah, yeah some cool stuff. So. Background, Cancer
0: Bats, a uh, Canadian band, uh, formed 2004. Um, Liam is a singer. Scott was a guitarist. Um, and they wanted to uh, basically make a project that took their influences of bands like Refused, Black Flag, um, Led Zeppelin, and Down. And, um, yeah, sort of that, that kind of thing. And make something sonic fusion that spans so, yeah. those genres and kind of makes something really cool and stands out and you know th- this is this is what they come up with so albums aside what what was your the first time you listened to um cancer bats yeah what was your like initial kind of you know first 10 seconds of song where you at with it it's ragey
1: you've got to be in the mood for it ragey as in rage against the machine or is in like <laughs> no. it like i'm pissed off no funky bass lines but no <laughs> yeah as in like i i'm peed peed. That was a bit polite, wasn't it? I've said cunt twice now. <laughs> and, and you're like, oh, I am seriously peed. I am
0: ruddy ticked off right
1: now. <laughs> no, I mean, it it, yeah. you made me look common. If as, you're,
0: as if I'm not doing a good enough job myself. If you're, Sorry.
1: If you're thoroughly hacked off. <laughs> you're not really bright <laughs> <you're>, my gears. <laughs> you want to shout at the world, pop, pop cancer bats on in the car and go for a, a fast drive. Yeah, park outside I, a library. And put shout it on traffic. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, just just quite aggressive. You know up really fast upbeat uh shalty. Mm-hmm. um yeah,
0: so i i i asked around, um, I played a bit, yeah, um, I played it to my young people, and um my eldest son went, that is amazing, and oh. then like when it when, when the song started, and then when it kicked into the vocals, he just started laughing <laughs> and it's obviously not like he directed at the the quality of the vocalist, it's more the fact that he was like. He's just very He's shouty, isn't he? <laughs> uh and uh my wife said it's just noise.
1: Yeah, that's just, just that's, noise. That's probably expected. Well,
0: to be fair, if you're not a uh a big fan of punk anyway, then then you know, and you go straight into that kind of You already gotta be in that world. Totally, yeah. So, yeah. so I, I I get it. Um I, I think for me that, that was the first thing that kind of struck me about um Cancer wasn't wasn't so much the fact that it was aggressive and noisy it was the fact that it, it seemed to marry up
1: quite a few different genres really nicely yeah. so well they describe themselves as hardcore punk so this kind of it doesn't sit in the pop punk alt rock world that we're doing but it, it's there's a lot of genres that it crosses through
0: yeah so I, i'm kind of like i was after deciding on it i was when we said we were gonna do it i was like okay so how do I justify this being within that bracket? And I was like, they really do sit on the far end of like the alt rock spectrum. Bear in mind that, that we're probably going to put bands like Jimmy Eatworld in alt rock as well. And it's like, well, they are, you know, glockenspiels. They're they're, they're a million miles apart from it. But I was like, I I can justify it. The fact that, you know, they are uh, a band that has elements of all these genres in. And like we were saying earlier, like they've got elements of um, like, I would say like classic punk, like real kind of classic punk, Um, In there, then, then they've got elements of of, you know hardcore, and then there's metal in there as well. So this is really like eclectic kind of thing. But the one thing that stood out is they're so good at pulling all of those things together, and they can have songs that can kind of, again, in in my opinion, start in one of those genres, drag you through the other two, and then put you back in the other one. So there's there's like a verse could be like a really punky, you know, kind of riff with like some. Really cool guitars, and then all of a sudden you're breaking into like pinch harmonics and stuff like that, and then then like slow breakdowns, and then screaming, and then a bit of singing, and
1: yeah,
0: it was just like the whole like eclectic mix of of um, those genres that made them stand out. And I've got to admit, I, I struggled, given that like my medium would be punk uh, punk pup, <laughs> punk pup, f- fucking week. I say that punk pup, or just puck punk, something stupid like that. <laughs> we call it something different. Um Yeah, so but like every time. It, Every fucking time I say it. What have you done now? <laughs> I just, I, I can't say punk pop. I can't say punk, I've lost my train of thought. Um, but yeah, it it just really feels like they're really, really good at doing those things. And if my medium is punk pop, um, this band were like miles and miles outside of that comfort zone. Yeah, so it, I
1: think what it was missing for me is, with personal taste again, is uh, a clean chorus here and there, you know, just for, uh, yeah to break it up a bit.
0: I was literally going to say that it's the breakup of like, like there's a, again, but it's that, it's that a metal thing where you have a song, which is just like a relentless attack yeah, for two to nine minutes. <laughs> and, and it's just like this whole kind of like solid, like repeating riff or like heavy riff. And, and like the only dynamics in it is like the, the level might go down a little bit and then up. And then, and, yeah. and I, yeah, I'm not a massive metal it's, fan, but it, it feels like full it's, aggression all of the time. Yeah. Like say. And, 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 and this is great. And I imagine like as a live band, they must be. And again, we would ask cancel Kyle if he was here, you know what they're like live because he's seen them live a ton of times and he's met them. Yeah. yeah, So, so it it would have been, I'm only joking about cancel Kyle as well. Um, but (laughs) yeah, so, so those kind of things is like, that, that would be my, I I didn't want to delve into the world of YouTube videos and watch them. I wanted to kind of get it firsthand. So like, you know, secondhand, not firsthand. So I'm not there, but you know, tell us about them being live. But I think the bits that I really enjoyed about them were at first, not much. Because it really was like, I'm, I'm struggling to kind of latch on to any songs here. And, and like, you know, you, you get a band first and you're like, oh, that song's amazing. And it just pulls you in. And then you're like, yeah, it drags you straight away. Oh, okay. Well, I like that one as well. This, it was really hard because it didn't feel like a lot of stuff was, like, resonating. Like, it really didn't feel that there was, like, um, a lot of bits in there that I could kind of relate to. And it's only, like, after a week of listening to it and, and kind of being like, oh, okay, no, actually, yeah, I really enjoyed that song. Or, like, oh, that was a really cool bit. And I think it's it's maybe I've given it
1: more chance than I would do any other band normally yeah. because we're doing this. Yeah, you're right. You're sort of, I don't want to say forced to listen to it, but you're, it's it's research. Yeah. So like usually you would say, hear a song on the radio or, or wherever you find it and you're immediately hooked and you want to go and listen to the back catalogue of that band. Whereas this time round, we're kind of picking the band and then delving into them. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely a like a much, much different way of doing it. Um,
0: and it's, I, I, I think I, I'd say it's better like this way. Cause I, I don't, you know, I didn't really compare the two things, but certainly being able to go through the albums with the band. I think I've enjoyed like when we, when we went through Alkaline Tree in particular, being able to go back through their whole back catalog and revisit stuff that I heard before me. Be like, Oh, I forgot how good this song was or like, Oh, I forgot how much I didn't like this song. Yeah. And with these guys, it's kind of like, a the pressure of okay we've got a week to do this and, and like B like I'm not really feeling this on some of the songs and it was only sort of towards the end of the week it's like do you know what actually I, I could I could find myself like adding this um, you know into into my like uh, playlist and stuff like that and being like yeah, yeah. I, I really like that song um, and it's the progression as well and, and this is this is the cool thing is like with with like Alkaline Trio and and to an extent with Blink like before the lineup changes is you can see or you can hear that like progression of uh, like better quality recording studio yeah, or or better better quality uh, you know producers and stuff like that and it, and it does feel the same um, with these guys where there's an element through the albums that whilst they've kind of consistently stayed on topic with the way that they write and the things that not necessarily the things they write about but the way they present their songs um there is uh, especially in like sort of latter albums there's a, a much more polished sound to it and almost yeah like definitely a
1: matured I, sound to it as well i i delved into it by putting them on a, a shuffle just just on the songs, and I think the the first one I heard was on Hell Destroyer, the earlier album. Yeah. Um. And then the second song that came in was off the Spark, that moves the the newest album. Yeah. And it was like worlds away. Yeah. The the newer album is is a lot more polished.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That that's I I my, my my um notes on that album were matured, refined, produced, less raw. Yeah. Because no, it, I felt that too. It's it just like I think. When you look at um, Birth and the Giant, the, f- the first album, it, it felt like um, it was an underground album. Like it was very much like raw and it, w- it was thrown in there and, um, you know, it was some really cool songs like the first track, um, Golden Tanks um, in there. With just the, the lyric in there from, um, you know, We're the Ones Who'll Die. It did actually kind of, we said about Rage Against the Machine earlier, it, it did yeah. kind of have that sort of edge to it, uh, only purely in the lyric, not in the funky bass lines or anything like that. But it really was a really cool driving song. And then like after that French immersion was, was just this complete, wow, this is just like total metal. This is like pinch harmonics and just like a real, like cool, not cool. I didn't say that. I didn't say metal was cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay
1: I did
0: You just gained, uh, gained, uh, gained Zoe back. Yeah. CJ. So <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like, um, French, French immersion was like this really cool metal song. And then like grenades was like, the start of grenades was like, Oh my God, this is just like raw punk. This is just absolutely freaking amazing. I'm loving this. Um, and, it just kind of then into the next album with Hail the destroyer. It was like, it stepped up again and like, you know, Hail Hail the destroyer. That's right. Hail destroyer. That song is just great. And it, and it was like a real kind of like, like growth of of the band. Yeah. I had a a
1: track on there called engine skull. Okay. Um, Really cool. Catchy guitar riff Mm. that that hooks you in. And there was a lyric on there that was kind of repetitive. It was uh, can't run away from a one track mind and he's just like belting that over and over but it was
0: quite screaming it quite yeah quite yeah. driving it's cool yeah yeah death march on that song as well uh, on that song on that album as well um absolutely fucking raging song love that love 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 that harem of scorpion as well um love the guitars in in the in the verses um and the vocals this is this thing is like i think with vocals is kind of you go into this kind of like you're a singer or you're like a screamer or a shouter
1: yeah
0: and i think some people can do it all um but there's not many people that can do it all well yeah and and, uh,
1: shane told from silverstein does that yeah and i'm not
0: saying that like like as a if if you chuck this guy into like fallout boy and was like (laughs) okay you're now fronting fallout boy that's going to be successful but he he can pull off, you know, some singing bits, but the the screamo vocal is just phenomenal. Oh and, yeah, and it, it's just He's got it down. It's the fact that it's relentless, and like, and these guys do like like touring for like thirty days straight. You think, like, you remember yeah. we do like a, a brand practice for like like rehearsal for like one night, and then like a gig two days later, and everyone will be like, still a bit, still a bit sore. Yeah. You. and you are like, this guy's done, like thirty thirty odd days of literally, you know, like. Bellowing, and or some serious training to, to get uh, to that level. Just though. like his vocal cords must be like made of like chains or something like that, because <laughs> it's just like how do you not snap those? um so,
1: Speaking uh, of the vocal style, th- there's a song on the, that Hell Destroyer album called Road Sick. I don't know if you you picked that one up, but the um the vocal style you he, he remind me of. Um, I think it's Alex. I think his name's Alex from Atreyu. Okay his sort of gravelly tone it's sounds. alex a alex
0: that's what we call him okay
1: yeah he sounded similar to him cool in my opinion
0: i i would i would agree to an extent i think it's um it's, it's a really really hard thing to pull off to be able to scream what she said it's <laughs> a scream like consistently like that and do it consistently well so yeah i, I think yeah i admire it definitely and it kind of when i was watching um a an interview, um, I think, with a guy called Mike James, and they were talking about the way they played live shows and, and, and what they did, and they were talking about how they kind of pulled together their touring because they they were playing in the Cavern in Exeter. I, oh, yeah. I don't know how long ago it was, um, and he was saying like, well, you know, you guys have have been on tour with like you know some of these these big bands that are kind of like excellent, the time like Architects and things like that, and it was just like, yeah, we really like those guys, but our fans and like their fans don't really kind of like connect on the same level so basically saying that like maybe the bigger venues and things like that um isn't where they want to be playing because they love the fact that they can basically go and play a venue that's going to be packed to the rafters with a low stage and they can just have an awesome party and basically just you know rock rock the shit out but yeah, and you are saying about these gigs, like it's sort of, you know, real, real low stage. You know, you know, like the proper toilet gigs, like yeah, the, get in there the with sweaty the sweaty fucking places where like a COVID hot trap right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like real, real fucking scuzzy places. But you come out of there completely soaking wet. Um, ooh, <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> oh, I've got, I've got something for that. No. <laughs> Don't. Cat.
1: Why do I? I just imagine Peter Griffin when you play that
0: every time. Ah, <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, I yeah, I had something on there. It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> 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 oh, uh, okay. Right. Sorry. Back to the plot. Um, yeah. yeah. So, so like, uh, and I, I, I like to like massive, massive kind of kudos for that because it was like you, you, you've got the potential to move this band on, or you know, you've got the potential to go and play all these like sort of bigger shows and stuff like that, and maybe. This isn't what you want to do. You you want to,
1: yeah,
0: play play on this level. And for me, it's just like that's such a good good attitude to have as a band. That you know you kind of you're in it for the shows. You're in it for the party. You're in it for, um, for what they do. And and it was um I was reading an interview um in I think it was I've got sources this week. You know how I just rattle Ketchup, off stuff and barbecue, it, oh, I knew you own. were going to say that. I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> and uh like i was rattling off stuff last week and it's like yeah i don't have any sources that um i read an interview in metal nation wow chris <laughs> is in a metal I'm nation subscribe yeah fuck you cj <laughs> and um and yeah so uh and, and it was really good cause they were talking about um how they came came onto the scene and stuff like that and they were saying that um Hell destroyer um was uh the album that everyone said like launched them and it, it, was, it was a breakthrough yeah and it, and it was kind of like commercially it was their worst and I was like, "How do you even get to that point where it's like, you know, your your worst like selling album is actually, um, you know, the the one that landed you where you were?" And and they were saying that um, it's basically because the word got out about them. And and the interviewer was saying, "Okay, so is this like, is this because of piracy? Like, what what's your views on like piracy of music?" Because um, basically, Cancer Bats we became you know something that people would would enjoy after the decline of, of record sales, CD sales. So streaming has only yeah. ever been what we've known. So we knew that to make a living out of this, we had to get out on the road and touring was going to be how we made our money. So streaming and stuff like that doesn't really matter. And it kind of opened up this whole like world of thinking. Cause he, he like for me, cause he was like, well, you know, it, it, it doesn't matter so much that the streaming element of it, we get paid, you know, nothing. This, these aren't his words. This is me interpreting what, what he was saying, but is basically like as long as the music gets out there and it's available for everyone, and then more people hear about it, more people come to shows. Then that's that's the end goal for us. You know, that's amazing. So for me, what, what, what's your take on that?
1: Well, they've they've got to get out there, regardless of, yeah. of how they. they...
0: <laughs> your face, my microphone's just like <laughs> this
1: is moving away from me. Stop.
0: I'm sorry what was the question <laughs> uh, uh we're talking about basically like the fact that um because streaming companies pay fuck all to to bands these days for yeah. having songs on there whereas back in the day you could have sold a single and you know you might have picked up for selling a single for four quid you might have got 25 percent of that or something like that so you got a pound for every single you sold yeah. and now it's a case of for every song that's streamed you get point zero zero. One of a penny or something like that, and I, I don't. It'd be know. interesting
1: to see how much bands were yeah. taken from, say, one yeah. album sale.
0: But and I think uh, there was people like um, Adam lazara um in an interview I read in a magazine of which I don't have a source for. But he was saying that literally, you know, if streaming online streaming companies actually pay people what the music was fucking worth, then yeah. musicians would be able to produce better stuff. So for me, it was like I, I get both sides of it. But like when um, Liam from Cancelbots well the music's out there which is a good thing because it should be readily available to everyone mm. and the more people that know about it come to our show so he's like so the fact that that album may have been pirated to fuck and it may have been like you know a, a, a torrent file that people you know downloaded left right and centre it benefited them not not financially for the streaming yeah. but for the fact that it got the word out there about the band uh, and he's like we're under no illusion that we make our money through touring there it is absolutely yeah I, I heard
1: a, a statistic so I Tried hard to pronounce the one. Um, bands don't make a lot of money, obviously, in the industry anymore. But they have to tour the hell out of the year to make anything. And I heard somebody say that I think one band member made thirty thousand pounds for being on the road for most of the year. You mm-hmm. know, and that's it's quite a sacrifice to your your family and you know your lifestyle at home.
0: It's that, it's that dream job thing, isn't it? It's the fact that you know is that is that a comfortable living for you? Can can you? pay the bills and do all the other shit with it and be be a you know a professional musician yeah of course you can great brilliant well done the sacrifice is you're on the road You you're touring left right and center you you know no and and they they even said like um in one of the interviews um she was like so you guys have almost been homeless and they were like well it's not as, as drastic as that as such it's kind of like because there are people who are homeless with like you know real scenarios but it was more the case of you know, you're living out the back of a bus for X amount of months and when someone says, Yeah, dude, I've got like a floor you can crash on, we're like massively grateful because we feel feel like we're homeless. And yeah. and there was there was a line um that they actually said about um Hail Destroyer and I was just like, Do you know what? That is, that is a fucking amazing way um to look at it and it was um let yourself be reduced to nothing and everything will be so great as a result. So it's basically going just, you know, completely. Appreciate every single thing you get. Yeah. Or just like, if you don't give a fuck about anything, or if you're that beaten and that downtrodden about anything, and you just go, you know what? Fuck it. It is what it is. Anything that happens on top of that is a bonus. That's how I interpret yeah, it. And, like, and that was the ethos for that album. It was just like, we, you know, we, we're going to, we're going to throw everything into this tour. We're going to play the shit out of it. And if anything good happens from it, that's amazing. If not, but we've got an opportunity to do this. And and that to me, that's a real band. And I'm not saying that bands that sell out stadiums and shit like that aren't real bands, not at all. But it's more the fact that these guys are, you know, really, really living their best lives every (laughs) single day out on the road, and that's just ruddy bloody
1: amazing. So, looking at the the Spotify streaming levels for their most popular song is actually a cover, (laughs) yeah, of all things.
0: That's crazy, isn't so, it? So,
1: yeah, four point six million on a cover of "Sabotage."
0: So, where would you go with that? Because, again, like with that, that that's
1: basically it's not that's pretty cool, but they're not getting royalties from. Well, that, I was
0: right. going to say, like, the royalties presumably go to Beastie Boys because yeah, they, they they made the song. They made the song, <laughs> and yeah, so I, I get that. Is it the same thing as what Liam was talking about in that interview? The fact that hey, we, you know, we put this cover out there, so people go, "Oh, have you heard that really cool cover by Cancer Bats?" It Leads on uh, to their song, yeah. So yeah. it's kind of like, okay, so yeah, you get that, and, comes full circle. And again, like, and, he, and he's saying, like, th- th- you know, the only way we make money is by touring, so that just allows them to tour. And he was saying about like um, obviously with COVID um, scenario over the last couple of years, where it's like, well, we can't tour, um, so they did an acoustic version. Did you listen to any did, of the acoustics? No, I didn't hear that. So the no. acoustic is really straight. It, it's, it's it's cool because it's like, you know, when like bands go in and do acoustic albums and you kind of like get to see like the stripped back, like raw musicianship of a band, where it's like, yeah. if a band that like can't play goes and does like an acoustic thing, it's just shite. Yeah. Um, and, and, but these guys went in and they still managed to make acoustic songs still slightly hardcore. <laughs> How did that work vocally? just kind of a little bit laid back but still like still going for it yeah like um i think hell destroyer is on there and it was just like um yeah it was still really really cool a
1: little bit laid back but i'm gonna have to go and check it it was it was enjoyable it it was a welcome surprise i avoided it because i I just thought i don't know how that's gonna work but yeah no i'll I'll check and and this
0: is the reason why you've you've never formed a a (laughs) punk hardcore metal sludge band because you're worried about the acoustic albums <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, yeah I, I
0: think that there's so many cool um cool bits about the band, and I think like, i was I was just really impressed about the way that their work ethic was, and like maybe I was a little bit naive to it in the first place as to how the work ethic was for other bands, given that we've we've covered two bands, one that is enormous, oh, God, and scale. the other one is is pretty big as well, mm. um, and then we're sort of looking at one which is um not. For however, it's deemed, but it not like in the mainstream list of bands that that are out there. But it's it's through their choosing. Yeah, they they stay true to what they want to do. They've they've carried on playing the same kind of music. It's progressed. It's matured as they have. Um, but they're still in that. We want to play shows because we make our money on tour. We love being on tour because we love partying. Um, and and that's what we want to do. And you think like, okay, fucking fair play. That's that's decent.
1: Yeah, I I probably my highlight from from them would be the spark that moves okay. al- album i mean a few, i heard a few tracks from that one and i have heard a few from each of the other albums um and based on that short time listen to them their most current stuff i could would grab my attention more yeah and i yeah. i can
0: definitely see that i think brightest day off that album um is a really really good song and that was my kind of like oh this is a bit if if you again like if if you're if hardcore is your medium you might be looking at that going, well, fucking sellouts because yeah. it's a polished sound. He's not as, as going for it. An, and I think in the, even interviews, Liam said like, well, you know, I, I've got better at singing. I, I've learned to control this. I've learned to do this. And, and it's kind of it's. And I don't think he was ever not good at singing. I think he's just obviously honed his style and gone, well, actually, I can take it in a different direction here and maybe not yeah. have that level of intensity the whole I've way through.
1: F- I've found in places it, it was similar vibes to uh, The Distillers. Yeah, yeah, like, totally. Re- that real grungy, punky sound. Yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely. I, and I, th- I think, again, like going back to like what we said at, at the start is that that's a band that, you know, really do have genres nailed where it's like, you know, you've got your classic punk, you've got your metal, you've got your hardcore. And and he actually, he actually says about like, because he was getting challenged about like, are you a punk band or you're a hardcore band? And I think he was saying, I'll make sure I get it the right way around because otherwise it would be disastrous. But he was saying like, basically punk is, punk is the lifestyle and hardcore is the style of music, I think. He checks his oh, okay. notes frantically to see um, do, 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 which one is correct. Uh, and okay, this isn't at all unprofessional with me checking these. No, while,
1: while you're finding your notes, I'm just going to give uh, the listeners a rundown on, on the most popular tracks based on the Spotify streaming levels. So you've got Sabotage at 4.6 mil, which is obviously the cover. Hell the Destroyer was three million listens, Lucifer's Rocking Chair one point one and Deathsmark nine hundred K.
0: Punk is the mentality, <laughs> hardcore
1: is the sound.
0: And I like that. I, yeah, that's Ooh. really cool. And I think that, that kind of defines that band. Um
1: really, really, really ruddy bloody well. So Cool, you got any of uh Chris's tidbits for us on the, well, on the band? Yes. Yes, I fricking have. Alright, well let's have the jingle then.
0: Ooh, it's Chris's tidbits. Okay, so what I need you to do is understand that the piece of paper I need is not fucking in front
1: of me when I need it to be. Oh, my days, this is carnage. Would you believe we actually prepped for this shit?
0: Well, well, again, I'm playing the Kyle card
1: on this (laughs) because... He's not here to defend himself. We should, um, maybe we should get him on the phone and ask us some questions over the phone.
0: I, I think that would be a, a splendid idea. There it is. Right. Okay. So did you know, the tidbit here? Yeah. Is that the name Cancer Bats, do you know where it comes from? I don't. So they, they had this idea that basically the only, or, or the best way that they could come up with a band name was to name a medical condition... And an animal. And combine them. So they chose Cancer Bats. Because there's a track on. um, Birthing the Giant. Which is called Pneumonia Hawk. And Pneumonia Hawk. Was going to be another band name. But they chose Cancer Bats over Pneumonia Hawk.
1: Yes. I actually have got written down. um, This song Pneumonia Hawk. Featured. Guest vocals from George from Alexis on Fire. So they took the original band name and put it into a song name.
0: Well, it was going to be—it was potentially the band name. They were choosing between pneumonia hawk or cancer bat.
1: Oh, so they never settled on the. No, so it
0: was the fact that they. But the whole process of we've got an animal and a disease, and that's what our band name's going to be. So, with that in mind, for Chris's tidbits, yeah, I've got six different types of illness and ailment, and six animals here. Okay. And what I need you to do. Is we're going to form a couple of bands here. So, I want you to pick pick a number between uh, one and six. Three. Okay, now pick another one. Uh, two. Brilliant. Your we- band is called Blister Beavers. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, go again? Yeah, numbers that you haven't picked. One and six. Um,
1: <laughs> you're the diarrhoea donkeys. <laughs> Nice. I don't know if that will sell that many records, That name. Okay. Uh, other cool combos you could have
0: had was the Herpes Ponies. Yeah. Um, the Athlete Foot Hamsters. <laughs> my personal favourite, the Syphilis Squirrels. <laughs> that's brilliant. And the, um, what have we not had? Um, I don't know, Jay. Oh, oh, there you go, yeah. The Halitosis Flamingos. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there we go. That is... I like that. Um, yeah, that, that's my tidbit for
1: for this week that's quite fun thanks, uh, thanks Cancer Bats
0: so yeah thank you and again get well soon uh, Kyle and Fam and um, we'll have to have you on again when we talk about a, I do have bad
1: actually I have a tidbit to add to your tidbits oh, I love double tidbits hang on hang on hang on oh double tidbits <laughs> Still going on in the background, he's <laughs> <laughs> so apt for failure, yeah.
0: Oh, double tidbits,
1: yeah. Right, so Cancer Bats have got an alter ego, they tour as a Black Sabbath tribute band called Bat Sabbath. That's amazing, yeah. It's pretty cool, isn't it? I think actually, uh, is it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, it's, I, I
1: think Kyle said because when they played in, in Weymouth, he said they. Did their sound check as Bat Sabbath. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Okay, cool. Good tidbit. Good tidbit. I think cool. uh, I think I think I'm done on cancer bats. I think we've done fucking well
0: on that, considering that we don't had, know them at all. A week ago we could we, we could have maybe talked about one song. Um so
1: I think I've come away with you know I've learned something today.
0: Yeah, I, I think this whole process has been good and I think there is going to be several letters in our little A to Z journey that we're going to have to do this on, anyway.
1: Yeah, so you listeners, you may expect to hear some of our mates coming on, chatting about some bands that we don't know about, or just just getting them in for a bit of fun. Yeah, along the way, and um,
0: maybe even CJ. CJ. CJ can come on. CJ, yeah. CJ see a gel pop in and um, and and really kind of you know help us with that top level? They might live I mean, in like Aberdeen no. or something. Yeah, they can pay for their own. Yeah, they can pay for it, and we'll reimburse it. No, we won't. <laughs> yeah anyway okay so um other bands
1: beginning with c who you got color fred okay fred Mascherino. oh oh, it always reminds me of um... shirano i don't know how you pronounce it i always think of pistachio nuts i don't know why not maraschino cherries (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that would have been better
0: because <laughs> his name's Fred <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's his name. Yeah, so the color Fred. Um, <sighs> One big song. Get out, get out, get out. That's the guy. Um, uh, if I surrender and hate to see you go. Okay, those are the like the the first three tracks on the Bend to Break album, and um when it came out i was like this is awesome this is cool really really good um loving those three tracks because they kind of sound like taking back sunday um and at the time there wasn't a taking back sunday album out so it was like this is really fucking good um and then he left taking Back sunday yeah and apparently it was because i've read this i think i saw this in either in an mtv interview or i've read it in maybe kerrang
1: okay um
0: but it was basically um adam Lazar had said like um Fred come up and said, oh, so guys, I've um I've recorded an album. And um and they were like, Oh. Oh, okay. That's that's odd. because uh, 'cause you're in this band. And he was like, Yeah, yeah, I've done a solo album, and he like played them some of the stuff. And like, um Adam's like, dude, this is just like taking back Sunday stuff. Like, like if I surrender really is. Um, like the intro to it kind of feels like it could be off a taking back Sunday album. And again, it's the
1: um Yeah, a little bit pissed that he's put his maybe some of his better work into yeah and, and i
0: think like apparently adam at the time was like okay i'm not cool with it whatever and then like fred got sacked shortly afterwards or something like that. i don't know i don't sue me i don't know if that's what happened but that's the impression that i got that it was something along those lines and i think adam was just pissed because it was very much like a, you know like you said you're putting your effort into writing for your own stuff now now that you're like famous with this band what the fuck dude yeah what um, to
1: bring to the table for for TBS
0: yeah and it's kind of like the the, the color friend album peaked after the third song in my opinion because the rest of it was just um it was good stuff but it wasn't quite like like those three fir- like first three songs were great and then it just kind of like it, it didn't sort of do anything more for me after it so i wondered if if that was the true story behind why he left cuz he was an amazing part of taking back to sunday like oh, probably yeah. Like, awesome. like musically, the best lineup they had with him and Rabano because Rabano an amazing bass player. And like vocally, the way that Fred and Adam bounced off each other. Um, we'll talk about this more in Taking Back think Sunday, we will. possibly if we do that in tea, um, because I have a huge affinity for John Nolan and the way that he sings. But Fred was also very, very good. But it, was it worth it? That album
1: to lose your place in that band and it, and there's that possibly more going on behind the scenes. Who yeah. knows? But yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's okay. It's an alright listen. It's background music. Ooh, background music. You've relegated it yeah. to... If, I think if, it's gone into Jay's background music.
0: If if someone went, like, dude, dude what do you reckon to this song? And you, like, heard it, and you'd be like... W- w- would you do that thing where you'd, like, be courteous and listen to the whole song with them? Or would you, like, kind of get your <laughs> phone out as if to be like, I've heard a bit of your song, now you're going to hear one that I like? Well, h- How would you deal in that scenario? If I went, mate, listen to the song... And we heard half of Get Out. Right right, no, I've
1: listened to it because I, I hate when people do that to me. Okay, so
0: you wouldn't even even if it
1: was like <laughs> this is fucking background
0: music in a monologue would be going prick, prick, <laughs> prick. Okay, no. Right, okay, so color Fred again, like and 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 Fred, um, Fred's a super talented guy, and um, his guitar work on some stuff is is freaking brilliant. Like the solo in. Twenty Twenty Surgery, which is not a Colour (laughs) Fred song, Um, is really cool. Um, Or it might even be Spin, not Twenty Twenty Surgery. But anyway, and he does his podcast, um, not podcast, um, his YouTube channel, Fred in the Shed, um, where he's he spoke to various members of TBS, and um, he's done some live stuff with Colour Fred stuff, and he's got
1: some new Colour Fred stuff out as well, which is cool. Yeah, he's done some full TBS stuff as well, hasn't he? Like playthroughs on stuff as well, which is really cool. Yeah,
0: Um, for like, I think it was what's it feel like to be a ghost. Um, yeah. he did play playthrough for and he does a scene as well, which is which is yeah. fucking cool as well. They're good times. Um so yeah, but again, so colour Fred, bam C I, I like Ben to Break, but I think it peaks for me personally after the third song On the album, but still cool. Yeah. Um what what what's your first band beginning with C Band
1: beginning with C I have got Creeper. Creeper? Talk to ooh, Creeper. What genre would you class Creeper as? Goth punk, maybe?
0: I'm I'm a fan of combining words. from So they're a gunk band or a pothic band. Gunk. Let's go with gunk. Okay. And what's your favourite thing about Gunky Creeper?
1: Uh, They're one of those bands that I really want to love. Okay. And, you know, they've got that that cool goth dark style that you're in their videos in their, you know, their makeup and everything. Not makeup, physical makeup, but their makeup. Um, I don't know, but the songs just don't, quite grab me. Like there's parts of it where I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. Yeah. And there's there's quite a few catchy tunes, but I don't know. There's just something that's missing for me personally. Um with Creeper.
0: yeah well so I I think I don't think you're doing doing them a disservice because everything you said is subjective, isn't it? It's, it's of course it's what, yeah, what you personal think about that. I I think um I think they're a really smart band. I think they're um they the way that they um, first brought themselves onto the scene and the whole creeper cult thing was genius. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, and and it kind of it, it it went into like a a part of the like um, punk and gunk. See what did there um, like spectrum that maybe people hadn't tapped into before. And I think they really cemented themselves in there and they've got a great following and it is a cult following. Um, and I, th- I think what they do and, and and the way that they carried it off, I think is is amazing. And it, and they are a really really good live band um yeah they're,
1: they're marketing everything they do behind the scenes it, it's a proper incredible.
0: like flawless outfit and i think they're not a band that i would they're, they're certainly not background music for me but they're not a band that i would go to and be like yeah i'm gonna, I'm gonna chill out and listen to a bit creeper or but i i totally have massive respect for what they do and how they go about it, the way they do it i think i think yeah. they're, they're very smart in i that think way. i
1: maybe haven't given them enough time i've just gone gone from the songs i see on like crying or whatever you know
0: it's Kerrang back on air?
1: Because they, they went for a while where it's like, every time you turn on to
0: Kerrang, it went like magic or something like that. Yeah, and I was did, like, yeah. is this just my Skybox or is this <laughs> no, just it's like... like... And, and then I went online it was like, yeah, we're, we're struggling to get it back on air and I was like, oh, please don't take Kerrang off the air. Oh, hang on. I think your drink's ready.
1: I think you press wind. No, that says teapot. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, give me a C button. Punk. Um cartel yeah yeah cool man
0: chroma 2006 um say anything else um was the lead track of the album and i really enjoyed the album i think it was it was really really cool say anything else um i want to say that's kind of like the epitome of a if someone said to me punk pop play me a song that is punk pop i think that's it yeah i think i think uh, like uh, What's my age again? What kind of mm. forget? But I think the style and the way that's done. I think that band, that kind of song, that is just one genre nail on the head. That's what you've got. And and yeah, I, I really enjoyed the album. And then I started reading into them about uh, into them. I started reading into them. I started reading to them. Yeah, I, I've got a got one, I've got, actually got. You just crack your knuckles. I've got one for that. Hang on.
1: I, I didn't mean to do it. But yeah, go on that's like i'm in business yeah yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> she's back um yeah so um cartel um um Chroma album really really good um launched them hugely uh, and then their second album was just nuts because they went into a um an MTV project called Band in the Bubble where basically they were put right. in a house and there was a shitload of cameras in there and they were filmed consistently and they were basically the, the task was you've got 20 days to record and produce an album so what this was big brother style so yeah. you could
1: tune in weekly uh, or daily to an episode
0: yeah so it was basically uh, it was it was an MTV project but it was sponsored by the soft drink doctor pepper it's just the band in the room with unlimited doctor pepper it's, it's just a it. fucking amazing sugar high for 20 days but <laughs> i mean that in itself is just nuts because it's just like 20 days to record an album 20 days to I mean, they must have had ideas before they went in there about Definitely. what they're going to do, and it must have been a little bit, like, painful. But you know what it's like it, when you're in a studio and it's those those cringy takes and those, like, bits where it's like, that was terrible. I hope no one ever fucking records that and he deletes this as quick as possible. In mean, 20 days, to, is that to write, record? Apparently so. And I, I think, like, you know, like, when you're in a band and, like, someone is writing a song and you're like, nah. Not feeling not it. Not feeling it. Just, you know, nothing. I got nothing with this. You know, and they're really invested in it. And maybe you and one other person aren't or vice versa. And it's just like, how do I tell them that this is shit without telling them that it's shit? Yeah, without upsetting them. Yeah. And like, maybe this was a whole perks about like having the the cameras on there is that they were going to like empty from MTV and and weirdly Dr. Pepper's point of view is like, oh, we might catch some real life band drama. How is it? How is an album made? But that's not how an album's made nobody goes into a studio and says <laughs> and drinks got- a
1: shit ton of dr
0: pepper yeah you've you got to be smacked off your tits on dr <laughs> pepper but also you've got 20 days not to record this you've got 20 days to write record and produce this that that's not the way that no. an album's done is it so a, a great gimmick and you know fair play and and it came out and it was an okay album and I
1: kind of lost interest after that. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're still knocking around, but they've had people leave and stuff like that. But I think I didn't know anything about Cartel. I went to Slam Dunk Festival hmm. and just walked to a stage and they came on. And hmm. yeah, that's the first time I heard of them. And that's, that not that the
0: beauty of festivals like Slam Dunk? Yeah. Because you, you've always got in there, like, you know, your your big hitters, like four or five massive bands. And then maybe like you know, 20 like fringe bands who are just kind of like coming up or like coming down or, or whatever. But there's, I, mean, I saw Grayscale um, oh, yeah. in um, one of the smaller tents years ago and I was just blown away by him And I was like, this band is so fucking cool. And um, I was really pleased. I literally, I can't remember where we were going. I think we were sunburnt to fuck and we were looking for some shade. And um and we went in this place and it was like oh, who's playing next and it was like these guys are amazing so, yeah, yeah um, it's great when you find bands yeah. we? and like like I say I've I've not seen Cartel live before but um I I would like to um because yeah I mean that that first album The Crow Brown was was absolutely amazing yeah they
1: were pretty cool yeah okay what have you got for your next C C band I have Citizen Citizen which uh, that track Summer is probably my favorite one the dual vocal in that
0: song is bloody amazing. Mm. Bloody very, amazing.
1: Very good. Very, very good.
0: And um, yeah, that whole youth album is, is, yeah. um, it's just, it's, um it, it, they just, they just do it so well. I, I, I can't tell you what it is they do, but they just do it really, really well. I think the way, the way they, their style, the way they carry off the lyrics, the I think it's the, um the organization of the songs, like how, how they present the songs and how they come across and the, and the dynamics and everything like that. Everything just works yeah. the way they do. I think I mean, very, cool band. Yeah, very very cool. And the night we drove alone is a very very cool song off that album
1: as well. Okay, nice. Who you mm. got?
0: I have got a band called Cardinals. Yes. Now Cardinals. Um, I don't even know if they're still a band, but. And they only released an EP and possibly another EP like three years later. So this was back in 2015. We played a punk show, and it was ourselves, um, a, a band that were were kind of up and coming at the time, but then went on to do really cool things. Milk Teeth were the headline band, um, a band called Muskets, um, the absolute legends who are finally breaking through into everything Weather State. Um, absolute legends, great, great guys, um, really cool band. And ourselves and this band from South Wales called Cardinals. And um, they were super nice guys. We were talking to them as we were setting up and, you know, sort of set changes and stuff like that. And um, and I stayed around and, and watched their set. And I was just blown away by how fucking good they were. Um, and then um, went and downloaded um, their EP. And there was a track on it called um, Dearest Sister. Yeah. And um, it's it's amazing. It, it's It's better than, I want to say... 50% of signed music out there it, it's phenomenal and um I was devastated that this band never kind of moved any further because I would have loved to have seen more like it like if they're writing stuff like that every album I'm I'm buying every album and turn up you yeah, because awesome. what a song just the, the the quality of the vocal again the arrangement of the song
1: um the just yeah, everything. It just the feels of it. It was like I think chills. I missed when when we played that show. I think I missed them for whatever reason. But you've you've played me the tracks today, and it's incredible for a relatively unknown band that may or not be still around. Yeah, I'm disappointed that there's only a few tracks online. Yeah, yeah like I I I want I want to hear from Cardinals. I, I I want I want Cardinals.
0: If by some way, shape, or form our podcast gets to Cardinals, which hey, who knows? It's a crazy old world hey, out there.
1: It got to CJ.
0: Yeah, and to be fair, CJ's a metal fan and thinks all punkers are cunts. So, <laughs> you know, Cardinals, you know, prove to us that, that you know, the internet works. Um, but yeah, just if you are doing stuff, guys, that's, that's fucking epic. And, and please, you know, fill the and, world with yeah, more of your music. And if you're not, but you've got back catalogue, fill the world with that music because it, may, it, it may is still be so good.
1: Under a different name.
0: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who, who knows? I, admittedly, have not gone that far into researching it, but what a band! And and you know, really nice guys. And that song, "Dearest Sister," is freaking f- no, no, it's it's fucking amazing. bollocks okay. to the not swearing. It's fucking amazing, Jay.
1: Okay, I'm going. I'm going to reel off a few C bands because I feel like we we might talk about each one for half an hour each. Roger, Uh Canterbury, yes. Chunk, no Captain Chunk. I
0: love Chunk, no Captain Chunk. Yeah, can I can I say stuff go about on, them? There? Go on Well, I think there's elements in Chunk. No, Captain Chunk. Um, the, what one name! Isn't it amazing? <laughs> On their new album, at the start, when it um it actually has the bite from the Goonies, in it? Um, oh, does yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Um, do you think at times in Chunk No Captain Chunk, they they could be four years strong? Very much so. And then the next bit, they're nailing. I'm not saying four years strong don't do good harmonies, but but they're they're, they're nailing like this sweetest fucking harmony in like the next bar and yeah. then they'll go back to this. And then
1: I love it. And it again. I think they're a, they're a new found glory four year strong crossover yeah. somewhere in the middle there. It's like if those two bands had a fight yeah. or,
0: or, or, or a love child. And, um and it's, it's like, we talked about cancer bats in the main bit earlier saying like how they're a band that, that spans genres. Like I don't think like, I'm not saying chunk, no captain chunk are a band that spans genres, but I think like they, they really, you can really pick different elements of, of like pop punk in them and be like, yeah, that's, that's totally like a four year strong thing. And they're like, oh, that's Newfound Glory right yeah. there. And, and, yeah, I, I, and I love that about them. I think yeah, it's, it's cool. really cool
1: listening. And, and it, it breaks it up. It's it's good dynamics. I love it. Anyway, next C-band, please. Uh, I've got City in Colour, which is kind of... I know it's acoustic, but it's got that Alexis punk, Dirty Punk yeah, back thing, back catalogue thing. So... Um, yeah, I'm all out of C. If you've got any more bands beginning with C that we forgot to mention, and you want to shout at us and tell tell us how good they are, please email them to chat at brainstew dot co dot U. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was that was, um, that was brilliant, seamless, and we that, was, that was great. We didn't even practice no. that. Well done, us. So um, good. Okay, so that that's the bandy stuff done, but now we've got some really cool
1: little not not tidbits, but but some full-on bits. Yeah, so we're going to try out some different fe- features throughout the show. Maybe drop some, maybe repeat some each episode. But let's see how they go. Yeah, and what what we're not going to do
0: is we're not going to rely on whatever CJ tells us as to whether these are popular or not. Because we know that the analytical skills that arrive from his emails, her emails, their emails, yeah. um, is not so specific. Okay, well, I suppose specifically they call us cunts. Specific? But... Specific, I said. Never say Pacific, don't. don't. That, that, that that fucking chased my cogs big time.
1: Yeah, I bet it chased your cogs. It does massively because... What the, about the, the, the genuinely or generally thing people say a lot? It depends how you want to say it,
0: doesn't it? Like what you're trying to say. But specific and Pacific. Yeah. Like specific being a singular thing. The Pacific being an enormous fucking ocean. Yeah. It's funny how they get crossed over. I was going to do an aeroplane. <laughs> I didn't. You're oh, sound for that. Uh... No, I've just I've.
1: Okay, so it he's <laughs> <It's> back. <laughs> Tell us what the feature is, Chris. Uh, the feature is called Perfect. I like it. Cool story, bro. I'm going to give you a story that I found in the news. Okay. Uh, it can be old or it can be brand new, but I'm going to give you a story each time and. And the general idea is at the end you can you can tell if it was a cool story bro or cool story no. Okay, I like that. Alright? Yep. But right before that, these are some of the some of the face palming headlines that you could have had. I love these. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. Breathing oxygen linked to staying alive. I think scientists don't get paid enough. <laughs> or so I can't say statistics. Statistics show try, try and be more pacific about it. <laughs> yeah. Statistics show that teen pregnancy drops off significantly after the age of twenty-five.
0: <laughs> Fucking hell, that's
1: amazing. Good that. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm. Wow. Oh, this this was a good good headline. What's that? A clap. <laughs> Slow clap. It sounds like a bull bag slap at first. <laughs> I can't unhear that. Now. Okay. Here's another face-palming headline. China may be using the sea to hide its submarines. Oh, my dear. <laughs> That's, oh. Do you want any more? Yeah, no, no. These, these are just fucking amazing. Like, One well. Yeah. Okay, here you go. Homic- Ki- Homicide victims rarely talk to the police. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no? N- no? No,
0: no. Like, I'm I just... Yeah, amazing. Fucking amazing. I okay. love that. Right. Right,
1: well, I'm going to give you a couple of those before we go into the main story each time. Okay, okay I like that. That's good. All right. So, so this is the headline of today's story. Okay. Swan in peril turns out to be plastic chair as RSPCA races to scene. <laughs> okay, so, yep. so this is from the, the London Metro.co.uk, um, published on the 19th of January this year. Okay. And this is the RSPCA revealing its funniest call-outs of 2021. RSPCA officers rushed to rescue a chair from a river, a toy tiger in distress, and a man from his own sofa last year. <laughs> the Animal Charity had one of its... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my days. The Animal Charity had one of its busiest times in 2021, with 281,000 reports of trapped animals. But staff were forced to tell some callers to go to Specsavers after being summoned to hilarious situations. One officer rushed to help a swan tangled in electric fencing after the river stout burst its banks in Dorset. Describing the incident, Officer Graham Hammond said, I went out to check on the bird and had prepared to call out the water rescue team for backup. But before they hit the road, I managed to get closer and get a good look at the bird, which turned out to be a white plastic chair floating in the water. (laughs) Nice. Oh, my days. Another blunder listed in the RSPCA's funniest call outs of 2021, was a crying dog spotted tethered tightly to a canal boat in London. Inspector Dale Grant said he was really worried I could be walking into a dire situation involving a dog in a really dangerous predicament. (laughs) But it turns out I needn't have worried, he continued. The dog in question turned out to be a stuffed toy tiger that had been tied to the bow of the boat. What is wrong with people? This is genuine. This is real.
0: They're just what is wrong with people, they like. <laughs>
1: um, what thought process do they go through to, to be like, I, I'm going to
0: phone the RSPCA, but would you not investigate a little bit further and yeah. be like, it's not a dog. It's not yapping. Because <laughs> it's a fucking stuffed toy. Yeah. Madness. I
1: love it. Fucking idiots. There's more. Oh, dear God. There's more. <laughs> Snakes were a common problem last year with reports of them stuck in sofas (laughs) (laughs) and on garden chairs up and down the uk a terrified man in western supermare somerset called the rspca about a large reptile that was trapped in his sofa he claimed to feel the body of the snake under the cushions that he bought a few months earlier but when doubtful inspector kim walters went to the rescue she discovered the cold-blooded creature was just another part of his new sofa (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, my days. Oh. What a fucking... <laughs> oh, shit, my new sofa looks like a snake. I better phone the RSPCA, <laughs> not DFS. <laughs> I'm phone... oh. Oh. oh, no, wait, it's just part of the sofa. What okay. part of a sofa looks like a fucking snake, though? <laughs> Meanwhile, a woman and her son became nervous when they spotted a snake sitting on a garden chair. They called the police, who alerted the RSPCA but rescuer Martin Fletcher was happy to tell them the King Cobra was the plastic kind, a toy one of the neighbour's children. I you. mean,
0: that that's fair enough, because yeah. you, you don't really want to get near a King Cobra, but, um, yeah, okay, I, that, that's probably the only one so far that I'd be, like, partially, like, mm. okay, yeah, I, I could see
1: me maybe doing that. Okay, what about this one? Okay. Concerned rescue officer Shane Lynn braved icy January conditions to help a duck that had been stuck in frozen ice and unable to move for two days. But he didn't he didn't worried, as the bird in Middlesbrough, North Yorks, was nothing but an ornament. <laughs> <laughs> Such a few dogs. Yeah. A few hours away, rescue officer David Holgate expected a sad scene when he was alerted to a dead badger in a rural spot near Scunthorpe Lynx. He said a passerby had spotted a number of black bin bags, one of which was split open and the body of a dead badger could be seen poking out. (laughs) I thought I'd be investigating the suspicious death of a beautiful badger, but I was quite relieved when I arrived to find fly-tipped rubbish bags containing garden waste, the upturned contents of a flower pot, clumped soil and plant roots. Did look suspicious from a distance. But not a fucking badger? No. Fuck's sake,
0: investigate, you pricks. So what have we learned from this, Jay? What, what, what well, we, what's, what's the message that we want to be telling the general public?
1: Go and investigate a little more before you phone the police or the RSPCA. Yeah, I just, I just think like, oh look, there's something over there that looks remotely
0: like something. It's got to be a dead out quick RSPCA. <laughs> to be fair... <laughs> there l- seems to be a badger. <laughs> really, sir? Is, is it alive? No, it'd be dead. Oh, it's dead, is it? Yeah, it'd be dead. And how do you know? It's in a bin bag, in it. Have you opened the bin bag? No, I know there's a badger in there. i have seen him before. <laughs> He's got a plant pot stuck to his arse. <laughs> Sir, it's it's just a bag full of compost. No, there be a badger in there. <laughs> hey,
1: Fucking. Oh, what uh, say? So, okay, cool story, bro. Or cool story, no. I, I, yeah, cool story, bro. Cool story. All right, I like it. Well done. Good effort. That's it from Cool Story, bro. This week. Okay,
0: so that takes us on nicely too. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute shall we do a brand new feature this week or shall we save that brand new feature for next week and we'll go into the um the big bucket of bullshit what would you like to do
1: yeah i think i think people are on the edge of their seat waiting for the for the bullshit what did you pull out last week
0: last week we Pull out a, you must go shopping with the budget of £1 and procure an item for the other person. Now, because we were supposed to have Cancellation Kyle here as well, I actually got... Yeah. um, I I did it for the both of you. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you've got two because Cancellation Kyle's not here. Okay, So is
1: it something I I should pass on to him? No. Okay. It was for for, for tonight only? Yeah, to be fair, once you see it, you're not going to (laughs) want to... Okay, uh, are you going to reveal what it is? Yep. I got a box. It, oh, it's. How did you only spend a pound? In
0: those... I spent a pound and I got three things each for you. No way. Yes way.
1: Where did you get. Can I ask which shop you went to? I'll tell you the name of
0: one of the shops. Oh, you went to multiple shops? Yes, yes I did. So. I'm intrigued. The first thing, I got you.
1: It's a <laughs> tile <laughs> I got you a red tile Oh thanks um, Red tile you, you can't see this everybody But it's literally a tile that is red Yep Made in Spain it says And mm. then So thanks for that Chris That's alright And then this this one was going to be
0: for Well to be fair I hadn't really decided who was getting what <laughs> But A measuring jug Oh <laughs> yeah, look at that Yep One litre measuring jug so, Oh look at Oh I'm going to put all the beans in that Yep And then this is, because that was actually really
1: cheap. So, um, yeah, I was was surprised. That's probably... 70p. 70p? 70p. That's a a bargain, everybody. A one litre measuring jug. Yep. For it's dishwasher safe. Yep, which is good. Brilliant, Chris. And the good thing is it will get reused. Yeah, but after a good week, this is going to be orange. Not clear. Because, you know, when you have beans and stuff, it just changes colour. Yeah. What are you putting beans in a jug for? Do you not put beans in jugs? (laughs) you <laughs> 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 just go around putting beans in jugs <laughs> no I don't just do it for fun <laughs> like, say, why are you put beans in a jug well you put pop them in there and then put your put your jug in the microwave with a bit of cling film on top
0: why don't you put jug in Just you put them in a bowl
1: I don't know mate I just why, why jug you? is just the go to why, why you put
0: your beans in a jug put your
1: beans in there in a the microwave yeah, put your beans in a jug okay brilliant
0: right
1: and then to go with that I got some Cress Cress <laughs> Cress yeah Okay, I literally have a a tub of British salad cress. Yeah. So try, try it, it's nice. I, I'm good for trying mm. it. Okay. <laughs> I thought you could put it in the jug and grow some more. Yeah, I might yeah. do that. Yeah. Break your tile up. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm going to mash up this cress with the tile. Yep. And then pop it in the jug. Yep. Uh, and microwave <laughs> and it. And then take it back to the shops <laughs> and claim my pound back. Alright. So, so thanks for that,
0: Chris. That's right, I mate. Mean. Um... Money well spent. Yep. A pound. It was, it was a challenge. I admit, I did it all in about an hour this afternoon because I'd forgot. That's a That's a fair yep. effort yep. to spend um, a pound on, yep. on that. So that that was the first one. So that was going to be for either you or Cancellation Kyle. Okay. Um.
1: And then... So this is the second pound. Second one. Right. <laughs> oh, 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 another red tile. Another red tile. Oh, there it. you go. Red tile. Okay. Kyle, there's a red tile coming your way. Kyle, the
0: red tile. <laughs> <laughs> cancellation Kyle, the red tile. Yes. <laughs> and...
1: A pineapple! <laughs> how did you get a pineapple for under a quid 50p reduced no way yes i don't know why i've gone two octaves up (laughs) that's a bargain yeah 50p reduced sweet costa rican there you go. look at that yeah a whole pineapple that's come all the way from costa rica and it's been sold to you for 50 pence 50 pence reduced pineapple um i see what shop you went to yeah
0: i I was really impressed that That i could get reduced stuff from that shop as well
1: even more yeah Awesome. Kyle, I'm keeping the uh, pineapple. Yeah. You can have the Crest. (laughs) Sorry, Kyle. We love you. We're only joking, mate. It's time for Chris's one pound spend. What could I find in in the shop for a pound? Oh, I haven't got a drum roll, but I've got a badum somewhere. Hang on. Hang on. Oh, for fuck's sake. (laughs) That's a shock. (laughs) So, hey, there it is. So I went to Poundland because it was like, well, it's the pound challenge. Let's see what we can get in Poundland.
0: Other pound shops are available.
1: So... Please be Space
0: Raiders. Please be
1: Space Raiders. Not a fucking chance. You get <coughs> it. So this is for... To, to relieve your stress. <laughs> and uh, give you a nice sensual evening by yourself. <laughs> you have some Raspberry Ripple... Bath jelly.
0: Oh, amazing. I haven't got a bath. Oh,
1: okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm you joking. Chuck- I did. I did. This is amazing. Raspberry ripple. Oh, yeah. Okay, so imagine this was the advert for this. It'd have me like a radio. Oh, give it a smell as well. What's that
1: like? That's what she said. <laughs> Any good? No?
0: It smells, it smells very, berry. very well, berry. Well, it's yeah. called very berry.
1: Yeah. Berry jelly. Raspberry ripple.
0: Bath jelly. Create a luscious lava with a sweet berry scent to leave you feeling silky soft while you shake that jelly. (laughs) 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 Fuck
1: it. Yeah, so enjoy that, won't you? Bath jelly, lubricant, whatever. It's all good. Yeah, Um, so... Well, I, I thought the pound shop, that means I get one item for a pound, right? Wrong. Oh, there's more? Yeah. Oh, cool. So, I got two items, 50p each. So... You also have eight Christmas pudding kitchen bin bags. <laughs> oh, this is amazing.
0: And I'm, I'm fucking using these right now, and I don't care if it's out of season. This is bloody unreal. I love that. Thank you. That, yeah. I'm not going to lie, is better than some of my Christmas presents. Hey. No names
1: mentioned. But that. So that was this week's big bucket of bullshit. Completely random. What can you buy in a shop for a pound?
0: I, I, and I bloody loved it. I thought that was great. Yeah, it was time and money well spent.
1: Yeah, I enjoy that. I'm um, going to enjoy looking at my red tile.
0: So is that time again where I'm not even going to bother looking for a fucking sound on an earing. What's this doing my head
1: in? Yeah. Uh, are we um, going to pick another one out for next week?
0: Yeah. Okay. Let's let's pick one out of
1: the big bucket of the bullshit. So you can send any of your suggestions in to chat at brainstew. Dot. co dot UK well done shoutoutbrainsu.co.uk but not you CJ give us any suggestions to go suck a dick (laughs) to go into the big bucket of bullshit and each week we might read it out Um, this week we do have one from a listener okay this is from John just says John doesn't say where he's from
0: No, that that would be a bit odd. (laughs) So we're not in that day and age where people are going, yeah. So um, and and Steve from East Croydon, (laughs) John though, like how many people call John these days? Yeah, I I don't think they're looking for it. To be fair, if you you want the kudos on it, yeah, yeah, put put your like your full name. But if you just send it in via email and go, John, we're not obviously going to read your email out (laughs) because of GDPR. But yeah, if 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 you want us to say this is from Bilbo Baggins from the Shire, we'll do that. But yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So John sent this one on email. Uh, It says, reverse words. Speak three words backwards. The theme is different breeds of cats. Oh, my days. That's amazing. That sounds alright, right, doesn't it? Are there
0: three breeds of cats, though?
1: There's there's many different breeds of cats in there. Is there? Like... uh... Ginger?
0: (laughs) Tabby? (laughs) Little black ones with white socks?
1: No, I suppose it means, like, Persian or... (laughs) Egyptian I don't know but uh, hey uh, (laughs) hey (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah like you're telling hey champ you can do this I think uh, we're we're good at uh, talking about cats so tune in next episode we're going to be talking about cats backwards we're
0: going to be talking about cats backwards we're going to be talking Jay you're gonna be talking about the D. Oh, it's the D next week. Jay loves the D. <laughs> so yeah, D bands, and we've also got a brand new feature for you called Title
1: Fight. Okay. I quite like the sound of that. Are we gonna get a, um, a brief intro to what that is? No. Okay. Are you going We're gonna build
0: it? the tension. Build it up. Build that tension. Um. Yeah. And. Um, yeah, we've got some other, other tidbits, some big bits, tidbits lined up, and some D bits, and a uh, big bucket of bullshit, the cats.
1: I'm looking forward to the band, the D bands next week. Yeah, it's going to be a
0: little tricky one, Okay, so that wraps up episode C. Thank you very, very much for Thanks listening to, listen. to us. And um, we will be back with episode D very, very soon. Cheers. Thank you very much. See you next Take time. Bye.